What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Sunday Porch Podcast. What's up, up? Team 10? (laughs) Hype House Beatdown. Busy week, Will. What's been up? Yeah, I've just been lurking around. Um, Dude, I do so much driving on the highways now, like just for different stuff that I can't really go into on here. (laughs) Like, I'm starting to recognize... (laughs) Like, I recognized a cashier at a gas station in, like, Utica. And I was like, this is a problem. Like, this isn't yeah. even my job. I'm not, like, a trucker. Like, what am, what am I doing? Like, why am I driving? Right. <laughs> I, I had the same moment of realization with, with the chick working at the Chick-fil-A in the Charlotte airport. The world is getting a lot smaller. Mm-hmm. Bro, I, yeah, totally. Like, yeah. Faster than you think. It's like nowhere is that far away, too. When you're flying a lot, you kind of realize that. It's like, oh, like I'm here. It's a different state. Like everywhere is just the same. I don't know. Right. I don't, I haven't traveled like globally, obviously, a lot, but like, is anywhere that different? Man, I don't know. Nah, not really. That's something (laughs) I think about sometimes. I feel like the biggest difference you find today is just the language people are speaking like everybody consumes the same content and everybody acts the same right like unless there's like something like frightening going on like it's kind of <laughs> just the same day to day yeah no totally i agree with you dude so i i had to get like a um a new printer today so like i went to walmart and the printer i got i nothing price wise makes sense at all anymore the printer i got was like 24 dollars, which is so cheap like and i was like i was like is there anything i should be concerned about i was like this looks really inexpensive like is this too good to be true and the lady was like no she's like it's a nice machine and i was like okay you don't have any fucking idea what you're talking about right (laughs) but it's like a a big box of circuits and electronics is 20 bucks eggs are like a (laughs) hundred dollars gas is like something you steal from you siphon out of someone else's tank like i don't even understand what's going on just nonsense world gas is as expensive as the tubing that we all share (laughs) right (laughs) but how i was like how does this cost 20 dollars i was like there's like a lot of stuff in here like yeah that's crazy but i mean i guess i guess it's supply and demand like who the fuck why like i don't i'm not gonna buy a printer as long as i live probably bro (laughs) that's true yeah it's a very like adult thing to have to buy but yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'd go I'd into what I'm using it for, but hey, <laughs> this is a podcast, not a, not an interrogation, right? And after last last week's episode, I'm less and less inclined to share details about my personal for life. Real. But anyway, <laughs> it took me like two hours to set this thing up. Like the driver would install like 94, percent and then it would crash. And I just had like a rage for like, there's something about being a, a man and something like that just isn't fucking working. And there's, <laughs> there's nothing you can do. Like, there's no one I can call and yell at. Like, I can't physically, like, right. 
make the printer do what I wanted to do. <laughs> it was just like a moment of despair after a two-hour war with this thing. And I was just at my desk like, <laughs> It's a win that the printer is still chilling, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and didn't get Ooga Booga. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it almost got Ooga Booga. <laughs> you like, didn't smash it with your fists yeah. like a caveman. <laughs> It was never more real than when we were living in a mansion with 25 guys and every other day there was like, ah! Yeah, <laughs> from someone's exactly. room. <laughs> so often, somebody would have a caveman rage freak out over something. And it's like, I don't know, people give me shit for that, but it's like, even if I'm alone, like, I ha- I'm going to yell like, if I'm yeah. frustrated. <laughs> you expect happens, me to live, live in this society where, like, I'm, like, a, a, a growing-ass person, like, hunched over, like, typing <laughs> on little keyboard, like, my little work computer they give me is, like, a tiny right. little keyboard. I'm like, right. so so sorry, I not, didn't get back to you sooner, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm installing a printer driver, like, what even is this? I'm not built to fucking you gotta have a dink around with these fucking hoozy witzer right. gadgets. Dude. The other day, I saw a guy in the public gym, like, middle of the gym, prime time, like, 5, 6 p.m., throwing absolute haymakers at the bag and <laughs> and, and sobbing, bro. <laughs> like, oh, just tears nice. down his face, just throwing these fucking rockets. And I'm like, d- like, I didn't even, I wasn't even phased. I'm like, I get it, bro. I, yeah. yeah. And er- everybody in the gym is like, yup. <laughs> like, we get you, bro. Except for the chick that'll go home and be like, oh my god, we can't go to gyms anymore. Look what, this man (laughs) was having a caveman rage freak out. I don't think like with the tripod stuff, and I'm not saying there are a lot of creepy guys in gyms, like I get it, but like. I have, even before that trend started, like, I have so much fucking social anxiety, like, in a (laughs) jam, like, because it's like, I'm so in the zone, and then when someone comes up to talk to you, you almost feel like you have to act, like, super nice, so I'll be like, ah, like, doing girls, like, in the mirror, and then some, like, old lady will be like, can I, like, go here, and I'm like, oh, sorry, of course, course. course." like, you snap out of it, yeah, yeah, it's like, I'm not a psycho, I I know you just saw what we, what I was doing, but, right, yeah, no, I mean, it's just nonsense at, at the end of the day, like, also, it's like, nobody gives a fuck what anybody else is doing in the gym, right, even, even if a guy walks by and honestly, bro, it's like a guy walks by and looks at your ass when you're filming yourself, he's not going to remember looking at your ass 30 seconds later yeah, exactly. <laughs> until he's on the internet and he's like, oh, I, I didn't even know that I did that. Right. And it's like, I don't know. I will say, though, like there are dudes who, I mean, I'm not going to name names, but you guys <laughs> we went to school at that love to spit game in the gym, and that shit in just the drives gym. me. It drives me nuts. It's not the place, bro. It's, it's, it's so like, cringe. It's like there's spots to do that, bro. Yeah, you're as, when we were in college, that shit was the worst, bro. Like, it's like, it's like, the, like you're gonna see the same. You're gonna see the same chick board. at the bar in like two hours. Why not wait? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just make it so much worse, bro. 
And like in sales, we always talk about like, think about like what your close is before going into the approach. And it's like, what is your close in that situation? Like, I don't. Right. Yeah. Like, like what? Like, <laughs> I mean, you might get like to spotter, a, bro. A, a, yeah. To set up a yeah. dinner date at like an Italian restaurant. Like, well, it's a girl's like deadlift. It, like the whole situation is bad from the beginning. Yeah. It's not... You're setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. But one thing that has been stressing me out too is like it I I don't know there there's so much stuff now with like the optimization and like it's become like just like exercising has become such a complex thing and I'm mm-hmm. and I like find myself overthinking it but it I don't know a lot of that stuff is just it's important but when I'm like, oh, I saw this video and I have to like take this supplement at this time and like, yeah, this is bad. Everything's bad for you. Like you have to th- like block everything up. There's all this programming and it's like, I don't know. At the right. end of the day, fuck it. Like I, su- I saw this video from this dude. Um, It was like this guy in the army and he was talking about and they were like, how do you like run that? long or whatever, like drunk? Because it, like, it was like when you wake up hammered and run, he was like, well, he's like, I just, as long as you stand up straight and you just keep going, like, it's fine. Like, <laughs> it's a good mentality yeah. to have. Just do do what you got to do. Like, Right. Yeah, and, and it, it all depends on your goals, too. Like, I, I feel like even recently my goals have shifted. Like, for a long, a long part of my life, especially when I first started lifting, like, early college, like, right out of high school, it was like, I wanted to look as good as possible all the time like I needed to lift because I needed to be jacked and shredded and now it's like I've kind of gotten away from that where it's more like I like to lift because it makes me feel better mentally and I'm able to perform better in my job it's not so much like you know it's like it's it's important to be strong and and it's important to me that I look good just for my own personal confidence but it doesn't really fucking matter that much in in like the the realm that I'm trying to progress in now, you know, it's like, sure, sure. People notice when you, when I, like when you walk into a room and you're in a environment where people aren't jacked and you're jacked, like people notice it and it's right. cool, but it's also like, you know, it's not going to get you, it's not going to get you that promotion. You're not going to become a manager because you can bench press four plates. There's also a, uh, a point too, where the, the OCD and like the over focus on very specific programming, whether that be like strength training, like nutrition, um, cardio, whatever, like it almost becomes like it's taking you backwards. Detrimental. Especially unless you have the time, like we're not Olympic athletes. Like we don't have all day to train and make sure that everything is perfect all the time. You know what I mean? Right. You're too, too focused on your like, plan and your fucking spreadsheets and stuff like eventually you end up missing days or like nothing's ever going to be perfect you kind of have to have to accept that it's never going to be a perfect time to work out like you're going to miss days you're gonna have to leave the gym early sometime but it's just that i always say like consistency over intensity is huge i don't know who said that but yeah it's a big one and for and it's like that that goes for all aspects of that too like not even just your time in the gym like if you if you really want to be like that perfect bodybuilder physique dude year round and not fuck up ever 
people aren't gonna really chill with you you know like like if you're in the office and they're like yo we're gonna go out and grab a beer and some sandwiches and you're like nah bro that doesn't fit my anabolic window to eat those carbohydrates past 5 p.m on a wednesday they're gonna leave and they're gonna talk about you in the elevator they're gonna be like fuck that guy <laughs> like he's a fucking pussy let's not hang out with him outside of the office and then when it comes down to it and it's rob or it's you and it's, it's rob or that's super chill and had beers with us and played golf the other day or it's you that sat inside and jerked off and went to the gym alone rob's gonna get the promotion <laughs> right and it's like just i i don't know and but just find time to fit it in. Like, you're not always going to feel, like, great. Like, it's not always going to be... Like, you can't be like, well, like, not everything today was perfect, so I can't do this, I can't do that. Like, just do do what you can, you know? Yeah, right. Incremental progress. Anyway, um, is... Where are we at with the World War Three meter? Oof. Dude, went up a my, lot. I think. <laughs> yeah, went up a lot this week. I saw some, like... I, w- I want to start with just this this one quick thing that I saw because it it made me just I had a ca- I had a bit of a caveman freak out in my car. <laughs> so <laughs> so like I saw this this guy on YouTube had gone deep into some shit that he saw personally like he did his own little PI work where basically what went down was there's this Chinese dude who lived in China and had this TikTok account where he, like, explored abandoned places. And he recently released this video that was, like, kind of out 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 of line with what he normally posts. Where he was exploring these, like... It looked like a sewer, but as the video goes, it's like he's in these bunkers. And he had prefaced it with these statements that said, like what you're about to see is not real. It's from an abandoned movie set and all this shit. But he's basically like after, after that disclaimer, that disclaimer in quotation marks, there's another, there's another clip where he's basically saying like, you won't see this on any, on any other page. Like it will get censored. This is going to get my account deleted. He's like very self-aware. So it makes me think that he put that disclaimer as like a little bit of a, a shield from the ccp and he knows what he's about to film is totally real and it gets like disturbing like really dark so he's in what what basically like it starts to look like an abandoned substation like we would have in america like there's doors and electrical equipment and and he he's he's underground in this area like like a like a submarine station uh like a subway Oh, I'm yeah. over here. <laughs> I don't know. You know, like a Modern Warfare Three map. <laughs> no, yeah, like a underground train station or like a, like a bunker. Like it looks like that. Like there's like electrical equipment. There's labeled doors. There's metal hatchways and stuff. But I don't know exactly where this was. Like I, obviously, I can't I can't read Chinese, and I just took the YouTube guy's translations. Um. To, to, to heart but uh basically what went down is he's filming through this thing and he gets into this this one section that like looks like there had been recent foot traffic and it's basically like an underground lab like there's operating tables there's you know there's blood on a lot of shit there's there's high-tech up-to-date recently used medical equipment and medical transport and like recent like you know like yeah 
flimsy recyclable shit single use stuff that had obviously recently been purchased like ppe there's there's gloves there's right. blood bags there's there's it's it's clearly like an organ harvesting and transporting facility and um so he's filming it all he's documenting it and he knows exactly what's going on like i'm sure that as a chinese citizen and and for those who aren't familiar with like the you know, the conspiracy of what goes on in China. I'll get into it after, but he continues to go deeper, deeper into this underground lab. And then it basically gets to this point where he finds this, this like pit, you know, it's like a pit full of acid, hydrochloric acid in which there's just like an inexorbent number of floating bodies. And they're all Jesus like, Jesus Christ, like miners, like, like young young people dead bodies floating and it's like there's there's obviously adults too but it, that was the most shocking thing about it was like the little kids and stuff and it's like so he posted that and surprise surprise his tiktok is deleted his account is banned and then he comes back like a month or two later after being like radio silence on the platform and completely different like acting like the video never went that went on like swept wrote rug swept under you know all that stuff but but basically for like a little bit of backstory um in terms of what goes down over in china there's no like organ donors per se like like how there are in the united states but um right but there's a reason that the most wealthy Americans will go to China to get their organ transplants because it happens a lot faster. So you think that's a little bit weird, right? Because the general populace in China believes that the body needs to be buried whole. There's no organ donors. Like, like I'm an organ donor. A lot of Americans are just organ donors because it's a good thing to do. Like we see it as, as, as just, you know, what you should do. But in China, it's not like that. Like they, they don't do that. And yet somehow there's this, you know, there's this huge supply of organs in China. So it's like, you can do the math yourself as to what, what really goes down there. You know, the prisoners don't have the same sort of rights as, as our American prisoners have, and they don't really see it the same way, but stuff like that goes down behind the scenes. And a lot of the citizens are just like, you know, kind of clued in on it and it's really fucked up. So I just think it gives an example is like, like when you, we see like tensions rising between America and China and people are like, no, we'll just, we'll go over there and do this. It's like, it's, you're not, you're not fighting another America across the world. Like it's a, it's a whole different ball game. Yeah. Um, and I mean, that's, that's a huge, people don't realize how big, um, the black market, uh, organ trafficking market is i i actually looked it up because i was curious so it says that illegal organ trade conservatively generates approximately 840 million to 1.7 billion annually which is crazy to think about like that's a huge amount yeah. like <laughs> number of people that's but, like, that's, that's more I, money than props like, to that major. guy Dude, can you imagine how scary that is taking that video <laughs> oh Dude, my god posting it fucking posting yeah. it oh, especially man. living there wow i mean yeah. i wouldn't have, i would not have posted that if that was me but <laughs> yeah it probably would have been one of those things where it's like i told a couple people when i was hammered <laughs> right <laughs> 
But yeah, that's yeah, nuts. <laughs> what do you think though? What's where's your World War clock at? <laughs> um, I I don't know. I mean, I I think it's interesting that they're um. I mean, I think China back in the Ukraine is probably gonna become more of an issue, right? They're gonna continue to to make that a proxy war. Um, whether or not like what the timeline on Taiwan is, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Interesting calculation. I think that like do you do you think that um, our government sees that as the only way to like bring like keep the economy moving forward in a positive direction yes and and they're kind of right though that's a thing like it's like yes you think about it like is that's really the only business we have we have at the end of the day i just wish that they were they were open and upfront about our motivations and our reasoning for doing this shit because they lie like right it's wouldn't it be so much better if somebody was talking about this? I, I think I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast with Russell Brand, and he was like, I would much prefer it if I just turned on the news and they said, like, BlackRock, this finance company made this gigantic deal with Ukraine, and it means this, this, da-da-da for our economy if we are entered in this, and this is the genuine effect that it has on our fuel. It's Instead of, like... You know, like, it's the right thing yeah. to do. And you get, like, Zelensky right. on TV saying that American children need to be prepared to go and fucking die in Ukraine. It's like, this virtue signaling is, is kind of ridiculous. Why don't, why don't you just say the real reasons? Yeah, it's almost hard to believe that the majority of people still, like, I, I don't know. Like, you can't realize that it, it's just such an emotionally provocative way of, like, delivering information. You know, like how many people are really watching that? Like, honestly, <laughs> I don't know. But I, I think I think some of that stems from like just a generational difference too, because the news when you turn on the TV and you watch the news media, it's a television show. It's a television show, just like any other. They don't talk like normal people. They they read scripts that are given to them by the people that write their paychecks. It's not. It's not like just because fucking. They said it on the Today Show. It's a cold, hard fact. It's not. And it never has been. It's it's a corporation that has incentives. And the incentives are, they say this because the man that writes their checks told them to. So it's 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 not... You're, ne- you're never going to get some cold, hard, objective facts from a news media. Because it's a corporation that produces entertainment for you to watch. Yeah. So going back to the um, the organ trafficking thing, so you were saying that it's that it's like prisoners primarily that that happens to, or how, or it's like. Yeah. So I think I think that the general belief is as to what's going on is that they've got these camps set up that people can go to and like it kind of ties into what we were talking about a couple weeks ago with like your social credit score you know your social credit score gets too low and you can go into this camp where you work to make it bigger and you know sometimes people don't come back from the the camp which is and they've camp they've camps for muslims too right yeah i'm not gonna pronounce it right it's like agar what i forget what they're called it's like a different different kind of like strain right i don't even know strain like yeah but you know what I, you know what i mean but that yeah. that's been a, that shit doesn't get talked about at all which is kind of whack 
Yeah, bro. It's like, like it's that's like basically you, a genus a genocide. <laughs> no one. You say this cares. shit, and people like don't don't know about it, and I don't I don't know if that's just because of a. I don't like. What do you think the biggest issue is? It's just like, I, I guess I guess really when it comes down to it is. You're not going to truly know current events and you're not going to truly know what's going on in the world unless you spend time and actively look for it. It's not just going to come across your plate when you're scrolling through social media because that's, you know, that's not what people want to see and it doesn't benefit the people that make the social media for people to see that. Like sometimes yeah. it's like it's 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 really just your responsibility now to to force yourself to understand what's going on in the world and see see what's real and see what's not it takes so much time to like every little event that happens like you would have to it would have to be your job to spend hours and hours researching yeah. that even if you're just like a journalist covering a bunch of different stuff like you don't have the time to do that like i'm reading um this book called the franklin scandal which is about like <laughs> it the audiobook that i'm listening to is like 12 hours long and i'm like about halfway through it and it's yeah. about um it happened in the 80s uh and it's basically about a um human trafficking ring uh with kids specifically like kind of like true detective shit mm -hmm. um that came it took place this the guy who started it was like the leader of the franklin credit union in omaha and the way it's written is how I think all conspiracy books should be written. Cause the guy who, um, it was basically a how the FBI covered up this, uh, human trafficking ring. Um, because the guy who ran it, who was the head of the Franklin credit union had connections to the CIA and then this cult called the finders, which is really creepy. Uh, this is a true story. Yeah, so it's all true. Um, and the way that the author, like, writes it in the book is he doesn't make any, like, he doesn't have any, like, opinionated statements on what he think like, he thinks, like, the real story was. But he just, like, says the what was reported, but then it's so bizarre listening to it that it it's almost worse than if he was like, well, I think this happened, this happened. So yeah. basically, it's like, the detective that was in investigating it, like his plane goes down with him and his son in it. And he's like in the plane crash, like the pieces of the plane were found like so far apart. So it like obviously blew up. Then the guy that he's working with, who's also on the investigative committee, like is apparently goes out canoeing like in the middle of dinner. And then his body washes up like weeks later. And just the amount of bodies that they stack throughout the cover up is insane. Yeah. Like it's unreal. But basically the point I'm getting to is like, I've listened to so many hours of this and I still don't even understand it. So it, mm -hmm. it it's kind of like the reason I think why a lot of these things don't get salt, like quote unquote solved or like brought in the public sphere is that it would take so long to even understand what the fuck happened that nobody has time to do that like right. it's so yeah. complicated and there's so many people involved that you'd have to spend your whole life like researching just that one thing you know yeah well and that that's a good example it's like think about all of the details that they have for that case and how it's like still truly like loose ends 
I think that that's another m- mindset that the general public has about like crimes. Is like you'll commit a crime, you'll get caught, and you'll go to jail. Well, right. That's not the, that's not the case. That's not the case. Like the vast majority of crimes never get solved. It's like like eighty percent or something. <laughs> you know, seventy percent of all crime together doesn't doesn't get solved. Barely, barely over fifty percent of every murder gets solved. It's like you know if if you're getting caught for committing a crime and going to jail it's because you fucked up it's it's not because you committed a crime when when half of the people that did the same crime as you didn't go to jail it's it's because you're you're dumber than half the half the percent of the people that did it yeah and it, it the other thing with stuff like that is just the time frame can be so long so even if there's a suspicion of something especially if there's ties to federal agencies and stuff that cannot get exposed on people in power positions. Like we'll just drag it out for seven years. Like this trial went on for like years. So it's like to pay attention to something that long, you know, no one really cares at the end of the day. Yeah. And that's a big flaw of like it having a judicial system. So, so adherence to like democracy that we have where it's like, the, you can have the fairest legislation system in the world, and that's always going to be a flaw of it because you can drag everything out off of any minute detail, and cases can be dropped because somebody made it like a mistake that that failed, like you know, ca- caused the jury to have a slight amount of less judgment, and that that's in all aspects of our legislation too, like with the, the environmental law that we're talking about, like when there's people that are really at fault for a big environmental fuck up, and they're going to have to pay a bunch of money. When when they're like proposing their cleanups, they can propose a lot of stuff that's physically impossible or just won't happen, and then it takes a crew of, you know, engineers and people people working for the company another five years to propose and get another thing rolling before a new law is changed, and then it's another ten years. So it's like these people don't have the goals of really letting themselves off the hook or becoming innocent they have a goal of delaying the timeline until they're no longer in that position. <laughs> like, that's what happens, bro. The, the other thing, too, that's kind of um, interesting, but also, like, disheartening about it is how... Um, so the main uh, guy who, like, was just on the brink of, like, cracking this case, his name's, like, Gary Caradori, um, and he was... Uh, in a br- omaha state trooper i think but then he is he's up working as a private investigator by the time like this is going on mm-hmm. um but just like the lengths that the fbi goes to to discredit this guy um like working with the newspapers and basically just crush his whole case and then i mean when you read the book like it's pretty obvious that like somebody killed him like they blew his plane up but um it's i don't know it's interesting to see because i feel like you always think about uh these things when you're like well why don't the police just like arrest everybody involved like if it's that obvious but it's not always like good guys versus bad guys like there's some like this one investigator is good and then the the feds just basically crush the entire thing who knows why but there's all these different angles of people working shit Right. And sometimes it's intentional and sometimes it's not, you know, like some, sometimes people are actively working against the, the solve of the crime and sometimes people are just actively idiots and they just fuck yeah. up. 
and then they want to, and then they want to cover their fuck ups because n- nobody wants to be an idiot. You know, sometimes you make a mistake and you want to cover up the mistake that you made, and then it just becomes a mess. The thing that baffles me though is so like, because I feel like most like if you're just a everyday like special agent working for the FBI, like you're a pretty smart dude, and if the orders come down to kind of like brush this thing under the rug like you would kind of know what was up and it's like do you did all all these federal agents really just blindly follow orders to just cover this whole thing up because you would think there'd be so many people involved right so i just that's what i question it's like i i don't know like do you really just listen to your boss and just do do it like you would know that you're doing something horrible i think (laughs) i think that especially early on in people's career, like, like you said, like, when you're a smart guy, you're very ambitious, you're you're in a, a position like that, something like that comes across your desk where you're like, you know, this, this, this shit stinks, like, this is a very dirty thing that's going on right now, I can see it, I can see it coming a mile away, I know exactly what they're doing, even if the legislation won't let me prove it, I think a lot of those guys early on in their career, might file some of that away and then they might use it for personal leverage you know later on you're you're like this happened this happened this happened this happened i got you on this 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 all i'm asking for is you know this promotion i would like this new job but but i think that there's a game of cat and mouse that goes on because i also think like you know I think we saw this play out in real time when that whole Alex Jones conspiracy about politicians getting sent to an island where they were compromised with, with yeah. uh, you know, minors. When that became a real thing, <laughs> I, I think you kind of saw a little bit of a microcosm of what goes on in the FBI. I think they compromise their agents. So, so when that inevitably does happen, when that ambitious guy decides to try to blackmail the most powerful federal agency in the world, they kind of got a lot of shit on him where he's like, all right, well, now I, I'm fucked, and now I have to do my job because otherwise, you know, I'm a pedophile, and they're going to disgrace me, and I'm going to lose my... My wife's going to divorce me, and, you know, whatever the fuck. There's this one really funny, um, like, he's kind of like the Epstein-type character in this book, um, and he's basically someone that's involved where he is... Uh, he's like the pimp for like the kids that they're bringing into DC and stuff. And he's, he's basically used like black, like getting leverage over politicians and um, like high level military people. And just like an absolutely insane person. Like they talk about like how is every room in his house was like bugged with like mirrors and stuff. (laughs) And it's interesting. Like that was his whole job was just like political blackmail. And it's yeah. interesting to think about, it fascinates me that there's people who like their entire career is just that and they don't work for, that's why it's so complex. Like they don't really work for the government. Like they're not getting paid, but they're like an indirect asset of one of those organizations and they just mm-hmm. kind of do what they do. And then if they need leverage on someone like the guy has it, right. But completely insane like they were talking about how this guy would like answer the phone and he'd be like this is god speak like that's how he would like answer the phone (laughs) fucking maniac maniac yeah well and and, uh, yeah 
I was just going to say, like, I think, like, you read something like this and you realize kind of why, like, the whole shit with the QAnon stuff and, like, all the really wacky conspiracies about Epstein, it's, like, it's not even, like, a super crazy thing that's going on, but it's just such a complex thing with so many people involved that it would be easy if you didn't know anything about that stuff that it would just melt your brain. If you had just yeah. completely been a mainstream media person, you'd be like, Oh my God. And I think that's where a lot of the insane, like far right conspiracy people kind of just end up losing it. Cause you have to draw the line and be like, okay, this has happened. This might have ha- happened. And you have to just accept that we all, we don't know the rest and we'll never know, you know? Yeah. No, I'm with you on that because just just the very concept that our government and our media has been proven to lie to us so many times in in our lifetime i feel like is a little bit easier for us to swallow as 23 year old dudes because we've just haven't been around as long but when you're you know when you're 50 and 60 and it's kind of like getting a rug swept out from under you you know you, you get scared and you, you get a little bit paranoid about everything because if they lied about this, what what the fuck else are they lying about? You know, like that's that's where the mindset yeah. needs. Fair too. It's it's you just can't do that shit, bro. You know, they lied about every. They lied about the fucking global pandemic, which is crazy. Right. Where it's like the stuff where it's like, um, like the QAnon shit, where it's like all the politicians like the powerful people are like satanic like pedophiles and stuff it's like that's just not true like obviously that's not true but on the other hand all it takes is one really fucking evil dude like the guy i was just talking about or like epstein and then uh organization that realizes how profitable it is to have everything that goes on around that guy to be recorded and then use his leverage against people is kind of how I understand it. But yeah. Yeah. I saw just, just this past month, the UFC fighter. I wish I knew his name. It was fucking awesome, but he, he won and he grabs the mic and he's like, he calls out like, celebrities he's like jimmy kimmel all you fucking celebrities out there he's like (laughs) like, he's like that list is coming that epstein list is coming and until i see it all y'all fucking pedophiles to me eat dick and then he drops the (laughs) mic (laughs) i love that shit that was fucking awesome because you know jimmy kimmel saw that somebody sent it to him bro he's sitting at his home he's like fuck (laughs) (laughs) dude but i know that's that freaks me out though like what was up like there's so many people on that right. list of people that he was like that what he was hanging out with like oh my yeah. god dude i think our boy ben affleck was on the list I, it's yeah like, <laughs> so many people <laughs> like what was going on yeah yeah that is that is just nuts one one thing i saw that was that's totally in line with what we're talking about now is Tucker Carlson just put out new like White House security footage from the January 6th riots that was like just just released this week and a lot of videos bro show the Capitol Police escorting that fucking dude with the Viking hat and no shirt on and face paint they're escorting him through the hallways so so I'm watching this and I'm just like well what the fuck actually happened there like now it's like now I don't even know (laughs) Yeah, it gets to the point where it is like 
everything is a psyop. Like, it, you know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah, dude. It's like you do real. like you see something like that, and at a certain point, you gotta just be like, "Well, I don't know." Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I just kept scrolling. Damn. I'm like, "All right, dude. Right. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I guess." Yeah. And it's that like that guy's like maniac. <laughs> he's in prison, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like a video like that is out. It's like I don't even know if he should be in there. I think they made him. I think they made him take all those pictures. That is such a hilarious, like, out of all the ways they could have stopped a Trump presidency, like, it's the horns guy. <laughs> like, they find some fucking, like, degenerate asshole. Dude, a guy that lived on my street got arrested for that. I'm sorry, but, like, and I'm not even, obviously, like, I'm against the idea of that, but, like, it, who, do I really care that much? That right. a bunch of people went in there. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, it's a day-to-day <laughs> thing. It's like, okay. Like, Dude, I, I, I think that more people need to have that mentality. Like, there's, there can't, you can't be that upset about it, honestly. Like, in what way did that affect your life? In what way does any of this affect your life? Well, it's, that got so blown out of purport. Like, people are like, it's a, they're trying to overthrow the government. It's like, it's like that's not going to work. You know what I mean? Like, right. immediately right. you see a one video of what's going on. It's like. <laughs> people were so pissed that Trump is like, the mail-in ballots are wrong. Like, they stole the election. It's like, all right, dude. Like, it's, it's not going to change anything either way. Yeah, people are and, crying like like you're driven to the point of tears that you're so passionate about these events that will never affect your life. Right, and there's no like, I don't know, man. Do you care? I've never felt super emotional about anyone like in the House or the Senate, like at all. No, <laughs> like on either side. Like they're like, just wh- rich, rich people. Like I don't care what happens to them. Wh- I, yeah, I, I don't understand what what there is to, to, like, if you look at life as, like, your actions have positive and negative impacts and positive and negative outcomes, it's like, what what's your risk to reward in allowing yourself to become so engrossed in politics? Like, what are you getting out of that? Yeah. How, how would it cause you anything other than anguish constantly? And it's and it's like people are like, oh, they're they're trying to like overthrow like democracy or, or whatever. It's like, was that ever a thing? Have I ever voted? Have I ever been allowed to vote on anything that's happened? Right. No. <laughs> like, have you ever voted on something and then it changed? Like, <laughs> ne- never. No. Never no. in my life have I been a part of any kind of democracy at all. <laughs> I, I just do what people tell me to do. Right, bro. It's like we turn 18 and people are like, oh, you can vote now. Like, honestly, dude, For what? it's been, <laughs> yeah, right. It's been five years. Never have I once felt that my vote had mattered or or that yeah. if I, if I forgot to go to the ballots, is it going to change anything? No, bro. Nah, it's, it's all fake bullshit, dude. Like maybe local elections. Sure. Sure. I mean, I, I guess, but I, do I care? Yeah, exactly. It's like put, put the stop sign up. Right. Cool. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing with that is like it's like people are like, well, you should get more involved in your local political system. It's like a, I don't 
have the time for that. B, like any decision that is made in that, like genuinely, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, unless you get people that are just genuinely like that, that, uh, that mayor lovely chick, the mayor of Rochester, she was a fucking criminal. Her husband got arrested yeah. with a ton of drugs in their house. There's guns and stuff, and she's she's on TV motherfucking the police. It's like, all right, get get her out. Like, there's <laughs> there is no room for that, bro. I mean, if, the police. <laughs> right? It's like if I can cast a ballot to get that bitch out of office, let's do that. But I, I can't. Is- I can't. You know, like because my vote doesn't matter. My opinion now is like the reason why politics is so bad is because it's run because it's a bunch of people who care about politics like the personality of person have to care about dude imagine being even if you were a senator like the day to the day to that would you be able to pay attention in a six hour meeting where they're like and now we're going to go to section 205 like part three like i would just be i would be zoned out yeah dude going through like a (laughs) can of zins like in like an hour <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be president like it's just so boring so any, yeah bro. anyone that is able to do that as their job is a fucking maniac there's a complete maniac <laughs> yeah you, you're you're just surrounding yourself with absolute boredom and the necessity to lie 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 right. so much it's like well, it's just stress. It's like, why do you need to do that? Like, I, I would, it would be the last job I would ever want to do. <laughs> and people are like, oh, it comes with power. It's like, does it though? I mean, I don't, does it? Me, you, and Joe Biden and Vladimir Putin are standing in a room about to face off. Who has more power, us or them? Right, yeah. Right. <laughs> and at moment. the end of the day, bro, in that moment, who has more? Yeah. Me, Will, and an octagon against Vladimir <laughs> Putin and Joe Biden, the two most powerful men in the planet. How do you think it's going to go? <laughs> exactly. Dude, you know what? Sometimes, I, literally, what being a senator would be like, it would be like, imagine going to chapter all day for eight hours like imagine how horrible that is and like the people who care about that stuff that those are the people who would care about that like it would be the worst group of people i know the personality type that enjoys debate debating like Mm -hmm. things like like, i want to make a motion right (laughs) on a technicality like we can actually overturn that well the rob the roberts rules don't say that How We're going to jayboard like, you. <laughs> Pussies, bro. And that's like, it's like that times a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe maybe this isn't the best form of government. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to suggest that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's the thing. It's like we've, we've, we've progressed just so much further as a race of animals than we were supposed to i think it's like yeah we're we're trying to come up with solutions to problems that should never have existed right like i (laughs) (laughs) right like it's like how do you govern eight billion sentient beings that all are (laughs) capable that are all capable of so much destruction it's like dude i don't know Yeah, that's a good one guy. <laughs> can just cause a Dude, lot of so damage. much. 
<laughs> and you know what, man? It hasn't even happened yet. Like, there there hasn't been in history just, like... I mean, there's been some bad guys, but there hasn't been, like, one example of, like, one dude that just, like, let it fly alone. Like, there, you, you can say, like, Adolf Hitler caused a ton of damage, but he had, he had like, the support of an entire ideology that was around before, before he rose to power. I'm talking about, like, one guy acting alone, like, Unabomber-esque. I, I feel like there hasn't been a single dude in history that's, like, fully realized the potential of what a man could do. And the thing with that, it's, like, all, all the really, really bad things that happen are almost always caused by an overreach of government. Like yeah. any major act of terrorism or like major bad event is all, it's usually the, a reaction to too much government. Like the stuff that you actually need enforcement for is like a crackhead, like stabbing you with a syringe, like when you're walking home from a bar, like that's what you need police and enforcement for. But you don't need like this over control to make sure everyone is doing the right thing all the time. Cause that's just what leads to the, really bad stuff that happens i don't know no yeah i agree a totally free autonomous person who doesn't feel like you know what i mean any sense of paranoia or that they're being over controlled isn't going to go full unabomber there's no reason for them to you know what i mean right right yeah bro it's like what we're talking about earlier it's like dudes are gonna have fucking caveman freakouts and a lot of times that shit happens because you tell them how to live their life it's nobody likes every that shit. time yeah <laughs> nobody <laughs> likes that shit nobody right. likes to get told what to do you know i mean you know what you know what i i i'll take it back there I, i've definitely like there are people that are much more comfortable being in a position where they don't have to make their own decisions and that's fine if 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 that's you but I would say 50% or more of the population doesn't feel comfortable with somebody else making their decisions for them and certainly doesn't feel comfortable with being told what to do. And the, the amount that that happens in today's society is fucking disgusting. It, yeah, it's just like it, nothing good <laughs> comes out of that. Like, right. <laughs> People care too much about what the guy next to them is doing, you know? Right. It's it's like, regar- regardless of your religious and political beliefs, why do you care if your neighbor is making out with a dude? <laughs> you know, it's like, right. why, why, why is this something that you're protesting in the street? <laughs> That's like such an issue I have um, with both like sides of the political spectrum is it's so hypocritical. Like, yeah, I don't know. How are you going to say that you like, whoa, why does, why does somebody care if I have an AR, but then you care about like two men getting married or like, like yeah. a, a legal immigrant. Like it's like, it goes both it's ways. It's literally the Stop same thing caring. on both yeah. sides. Right. But it's like the second, it's like the second that the rights get infringed of the person who's upset, then it's an issue. Like the second somebody shows up at that guy's door and tries to take his AR, it's violence. And the second that, you know, just, teachers in school are, are telling people's children to be gay then that's also a problem too because you shouldn't right. teach somebody's children ideology like Id- identity politics should not be taught in a school and and guns should not be taken from somebody's home it's it's like 
it's the second that a line is crossed is is when it becomes an issue. My thing with the identity <laughs> politics in school is like, in theory, <clears throat> that is a huge issue that they're teaching that. But like, imagine me and you being fresh, like a freshman in high school. Where are the kids that are d- taking this seriously? First of all, I didn't pay right. attention at all to anything. And I was, I was attentive for about 20% of everything that was said. And I remember probably 2% of everything that I learned. And it's like, are, are kids just laughing? I would love to see how this is actually going down. Like right. <laughs> now, now we're gonna hear it. from from the the bearded right. lady. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna bring in a drag queen to talk to everybody. Like, is are all these students? Just not, they're like, oh, okay, but very Whoa. serious. Like, nice. like I would be just like <laughs> laughing my ass, like, off. taking notes when these guys right. are like, like deep throating a fucking <laughs> cucumber in the front of the room. <laughs> so e- either way that you believe on that, it's like, what is the goal? Like, none none of these kids are gonna learn shit. <laughs> Right. They, they don't. It's they just... already don't. <laughs> nobody are ever already. <laughs> nobody learns anything in high school. It's so crazy how far removed that is from like like school is supposed to be. You you go you you learn about a book that was written a long time ago. You do some math. You do a science experiment. You use you use fucking what is it uh, you, you use a hypothesis you start with the hypothesis right. <laughs> in your science experiment yeah right. it's the powerhouse of the cell you learn the right. shit and, and then you learn some history and then you leave like where why is this an issue like why can't a kid just go learn that nine times nine is 81 and go home like that's what school is like why why is it all of a sudden this battle not, like for politics kids, kids are not that smart they're not going to understand you saying all this crazy like <laughs> political stuff. you know like the point right. of public school like is to get everybody into one building so there isn't complete chaos and like me and my friends right. blowing up a mcdonald's like be like all right everybody <laughs> sit sit down shut the fuck up like it's gonna be some semblance of authority and then hopefully we can get you guys out of here with like the absolute basics, like yeah. addition, subtraction. This is what a graphing cal- calculator is, like <laughs> right. World War Two. <laughs> like, you know, that's that's all you can ask for. Yeah. And even that, most people, nobody learns it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, like, it's like those videos that are all over the place, people going down, asking people the most basic questions on the street. Nobody knows shit about anything at at all. One time when when I was in high school, a guy had one of those... those old vapes, those huge mods in his backpack, yeah. and it exploded in the cafeteria. <laughs> his, bag, his bag started fuming, like, huge clouds of smoke out of his bag, and this fat kid, like, picks his bag up, and he's like, oh! <laughs> and lunch, like, supervisor lady into a wall, and she's like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> running around with this, like, it looked like a bomb. <laughs> That's <laughs> kind of crazy. Principal like tackled him because he thought he was gonna like do a, a yeah. bomb, do, do a bombing. Captain I didn't learn America. anything that day. I spent the whole day asking everybody about the bomb, like, like yeah. <laughs> vape explosion. <laughs> like, right, but you'll remember. You'll remember on. that. You'll remember that a yeah. hell of a lot longer than 
however many 800 days you spent in math class. Like, it's like, you, you just, that's, it's not, there's no, so there's no room for the bullshit at school because it's not going to matter anyway. Yeah, and the main point of school is to learn how to function with other people that aren't your family, right? Right, right. I mean, it's like, a, it's the, you learn how to be in a civil society. It's the main point. It's not really about what you're learning. It's the Lord of the Flies shit. It's like you, you put a yeah. bunch of kids together and you, you figure out life because it's like, well, well, he's popular and he's not. Why is that? Like, it's the most important part. Yeah, really. It's like it's like, what is he doing that I should emulate? And what is he doing that I shouldn't do <laughs> at right. the end of the day? It's like and kids, kids need that, bro. You can It's like. If if you want to if you want to deprive your children from that, then they're gonna be weird and they're gonna have a learning curve that is insurmountable for for a lot of people. You can't toss a grown man into society when he spent the better part of his developing years just with his mom and dad at home. You know. Yeah, and it's like I I don't know. I mean, like the identity politics. It's like. <laughs> Let it rip. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. They had a whole big protest at a school outside of Syracuse here because there was, uh, they, you're going to think I'm making this shit up, but there was fucking buckets of litter in the corner of bathrooms for the, for the, for the high school kids that oh. identified as fucking animals. So they Told could shit, that. so they could shit in a bucket. I just don't believe that, like, I'm, <laughs> I like everything is a lot more like PC or whatever. Not, I don't believe that they're not going to get bullied for that. Like they <laughs> are, regardless of any rule that you put in place, it is impossible to enforce. Right. Like if you are in a cat suit, like shitting into a litter box, like, like I don't, <laughs> is there any way to stop someone from bullying you? Like, is there any no, possible bro. way? Like, you can't so, teach that, like it, on a most basic human level. Like you're like right. that is fucked. <laughs> so I know I know a teacher pretty well, and she told me a story where a student in a high school, just like this, just happened this week. He had a fucking mental breakdown over <laughs> over a dude, a dude like a you know like a big fucking guy was wearing a dress. And he, like, pushed past him in the hallway. And it was, dude, it was, like, the last straw for this poor kid. Like, he, he, like, shoved him into the wall. And, like, teachers were breaking it up. And he was like, why does nobody care? Why does nobody care? He's wearing a fucking dress. He's wearing a dress. Like, he's, like, he lost it. He had, like, a fuck. he had a caveman meltdown. He's, like, trying to get somebody on his side. He's like, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Like, and that... Yeah, and that's what we were talking about. Like, is it really worth it to push a person to the edge like that? Like, <laughs> like, is the benefit that you're getting from implementing all the insanity worth taking guys like that and at that age pushing them to the absolute limit of what they're able to endure psychologically? Right. Effects of that are going to be worse. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's going to probably do some bad things at some point. A huge guy in a dress. <laughs> Push past him. <laughs> that was it. I mean, it's like, what? Yeah, the fabric of reality is just, like, <laughs> gone. 
because it, it's so it's so tentative nowadays too bro it's like it's like you get to a point where stuff changes so fluidly and and it's like i don't even know how people think about that it's like it's like you said like there's no way that a kid shitting in a bucket in the bathroom isn't getting bullied and it's like i would like to think that because because like we we see it from our perspective of when we were in high school five years ago whatever but it's like five years isn't that long of a time but it just seems that so much has changed, and it's just baffling. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. I guess I just can't believe that the entire populace of that age group would have changed that much, you know? But maybe. Yeah. Well, I, don't know. I, I was I was thinking about this today, too, but it's like, I mean, I, I think that your lifestyle kind of accentuates change and and accentuates stuff saying the same too like if you think about it bro i mean we've been working every day and shit at the same job but like we're nearing a year out of school does it does it feel like a year to you no yeah definitely like time speeds up totally speeds up bro it's like it's like all of a sudden when when every day isn't different anymore like it was in high school and like it was in college when e- every day was was entirely different and you had you met new people and you had these new experiences and you were doing new things and now it's like you you know i mean people have cool jobs and stuff but it's like you, you're by and large doing the same thing every day it's like your weeks turn into months a lot faster than they used to so it's like some guy working his job for five years it, it can seem like the world has changed drastically on the outside and it's so a long it's a time. Me- yeah yeah that one um true detective quote always fucks me up do you remember the scene where it's like the time lapse where the girls are playing with the fucking toy and it goes in the tree and then you see it like degrade and then yeah ah, i forgot what he says but something insane where he's like you like, feel like time has slipped through through your fingers like time, time all, is a flat all the good, yeah yeah i'm like damn true yeah be like true yeah. marty <laughs> <laughs> i wish you would stop saying odd <laughs> shit man (laughs) that's the greatest bit of television ever made yeah so we'll leave it on that um if you haven't seen the first season of true detective do yourself a fucking favor yeah yeah all right